Welcome to Retro Reco. I'm Shane. And I'm Kyle. And on this podcast, we recommend movies to each other that the other one hasn't seen. This week's recommendation was Kyle's. Kyle, what you recommend? I recommended Mean Girls from 2004, directed by Mark Waters and written by Tina Fey. You did. Yeah. And uh, Shane had not seen this movie before. Uh, what was your BS excuse again for why you uh, hadn't seen this? I don't. I don't want to. Did wasn't I have it, an extent like a, wasn't like? It, uh, wasn't it a joke that somebody thought you stole from this movie? That you're, oh yeah. Well, no, that did annoy me, and then I I got mad at the movie when I heard them say it. But no, my dad used to tell a joke when I was a kid. Um, where he would say when he would like predict something or something like that, you go, you go, it's like I'm psychotic. I got ESPN. Um, and then they make that joke in this movie and I'm just like, I'm like, Hey, that's a dad joke that my dad says, don't, don't do that. But, uh, and I've jokingly have told people that's why I haven't watched it. But, uh, mostly I just, I, I didn't, I didn't want to, yeah. um, there was a couple times where I had opportunities to, like, there was one time I was on a bus ride from, uh, Omaha to, uh, Kansas city with a bunch of people and they were oh no no it was a bus ride from omaha to minneapolis weirdly enough um for show choir and they were playing this this movie on the bus ride and i muted mine and went to sleep um so that was the only opportunity i ever really had openly to to watch it i've had people be like hey you want to watch this movie and i said no yeah (laughs) because it just didn't look good to me uh so was I well I guess that's the reveal at the end of the episode is whether you actually liked it or not but we'll be able to pick up the hints here throughout yeah I think we'll be able to pick up the hints before um well no no I guess like yeah it, it, yeah it's, it, it would be more the end is always because uh, it obviously it's been a little bit of a time since we recorded um, a hiatus a little bit of a hiatus. It's been longer than four months. When did you move? August. August. <laughs> oh yeah, like a six month hiatus. Yeah. 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 Things happen. Um, life got busy, but you know we're yeah, all man. all good now. Uh, many things have changed, but uh, yeah. So so did so yeah. You have a dog now. Um, who you might hear in the background. He doesn't bark. No, but just anytime he walks, like you can sometimes hear his collar. Um, oh really? Oh neat. Yeah. No squeaky toys, though. No squeaky he, toys. He, okay. He basically destroyed all of those. Oh, of course he did. Um, yep. But all right. So Shane, did you did you like the uh, the the did you end up liking the movie at all? So, I mean, the, the short the short answer is no. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the long answer is um, I there. So they, I, I had like three really good laughs during it. Okay, that's every better, single. That's better than some comedies I've seen you watch. So that's that's true. Every single one of those laughs was Tim Meadows. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Uh... Tim Meadows said something, and it was and it was like a really big laugh for me. So I found that I I uh, and I, I had sent you a text sort of to this uh, account. I found that I really enjoyed the teachers in this movie and then everything involving the kids. I, I was just like, I do not care. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I was trying to, like I was trying to, you know, submerse myself in it and like think back like, Hey, when I was this age, what would I have thought of it? And I'm just like, I'm like, ah, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just not, 
I might have, I might, I probably missed the boat on the time period that I would have enjoyed this. That that is one of the things that for sure I was like, ooh, in even in watching it back, I'm like, it's not that this is aged. Well, there's a couple of things, but a couple little phrasing things that you know uh, don't age yeah, quite as well. They use but... the R word a lot, but I mean, it's also you you've you got to understand like time periods with that. Yeah. It's like watching blazing saddles. Like, yep, exactly. like there are certain, there are certain things that you just have to take with a grain of salt and, and appreciate a movie for, yep. um, because of a time period that the other, some, some things can be, can you can get away with some things like the jerks like that too. Yeah. You can get away with some things because of the time period and you have to put your mind, put your mindset there. Uh, and you know, the, there was one thing that I felt like they shouldn't have gotten away with and they shouldn't have joked about in this movie, but they, they did. So, yeah, but well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. Uh, but like overall, I, I enjoyed this movie, but I also saw it, uh, when it came out. So it has a, a tinge of nostalgia, for me, um, this is uh, very much, uh, and it, it like it's almost a gift that keeps on giving too. Because actually, in watching it this time, uh, so so one of the previous times that I watched it was right after I watched Party Down, and I like Party Down, I love Party Down, and I for some reason forgot. Lizzie Kaplan is also in this movie and it's like, Oh yeah, this is where I know Lizzie Kaplan from. Um, cause she's also in party down. But so one of the homeschool kids is one of the main actors in the TV show, the players. Oh, is it? I'm like, this kid has a really weird looking head. He kind of looks like this guy from Players, and it's like, oh my god, it is that guy from Players. What the heck? I do need to uh, finish that series. I started it, and I enjoyed it, and then yeah, he's and then I he's, stopped. Uh, uh, the he's the manager. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, but uh, it's off of they took it off of Paramount Plus, from my understanding, and I believe, but I believe you can watch it on YouTube now. Okay. Um, uh, I was trying to figure out, cause I had a crush on Lizzie Kaplan, but I never saw this movie and I was trying to figure out where I had a crush on pre, her from pre party down. I think it was pre party. I think it was hot tub time machine. So okay. it would have been right around the time of party down. So yeah, it was probably that combo cause it would have been right. Yeah. Right around the end of college. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. So it would have been that combo. And there's a new Party Down season coming out soon. Yeah, I just saw that. So, yeah, it's, it's fitting timing that we uh, finally uh, get around to this. Ironically enough, and this is also a point of contention between the two of us, uh, if we would have gotten to our schedule uh, before our hiatus, this episode would have come out on October 3rd. I would not have enjoyed that. I also don't even remember them saying that in the movie. It like, I watched that whole movie, and I went, line, when yeah. did they say it? Uh, um, the, fir the first time she talks to, to him. Oh, okay. I'm, I completely missed it. Yeah. And October 3rd is is uh, it's a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, a Full Metal Alchemist thing, not a, not a Mean Girls thing. Yeah. Oh, Lizzie anyone. Kaplan was also uh, one of the party girls in Orange County. 
oh, I love Orange County. I know. So that might have been it. I could have been. And maybe one episode of Undeclared. Oh, or Freaks and Geeks. There's someone that came into my work that looks like Mike White, which is relevant because he wrote Orange County. He wrote Orange County, yeah. Yep. Uh, and to show it to my coworker, I had to pull up a picture of him from School of Rock. <laughs> okay, and, yep. And that's when I found out that he wrote he wrote White Lotus too. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Which so he's getting accolades for that he's right now. Very well, much accolades. Um, we are on such a tangent. <laughs> oh, of course we are. Um, mean Girls. Mean Girls. <laughs> Um, well, it's just, you know, since you didn't like this movie as much, uh, but no, there are so many, like, I forgot, like, cause you texted that to me while I was watching it as well. And it was right before the scene in the auditorium, which is the other big Tim Meadows line of like, uh, that was one of them that I, I, I believe that was one that I laughed at. I, I laughed for sure on, like, his first entrance. He said something that made me laugh. Um, I didn't write down the, the quotes, though. Uh, his, his, uh, his nephew named Anthony. That, yes, that one made me laugh. <laughs> and, and, and remind myself that I'm not mad that they named him Anthony. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, when, when all the, the things happen with the burn book, he uh, goes, I ought to cancel Spring Fling. But we already paid the DJ. Yep, that made me laugh. I will keep you here all night. Uh, we, oh. can't, we can't actually keep them here until past four. I will keep you here until four. Yep, that that actually was the one that made me laugh. That one's in, that one's in the trailer, and like it is one of the biggest laughs in the entire movie even for me so it's like i wish that wasn't in the trailer but it was so it's so good the other big laugh from him for me was at the prom when he said i'm so happy that this year is over yeah and i laughed at that too yeah because um, it it's very much sounds like something a teacher that's at the end of their wits would say and in, in that spot so yeah um but yeah just overall uh it just reminds me high school sucked and people are awful towards each other. My high school was not like this as well. That which might also be part of it. Like, yeah, there's people like people had their groups, but like it wasn't all the Asians sitting together. Like it wasn't like it, this was so full. Of, like, and I get that the joke was the stereotypes for some of it, but yeah, just so heavy on the stereotypes. That I was just like that. I, I was doing a lot of cringing uh, throughout the, especially the uh, the first half of the movie. Okay. When they're like trying to introduce the premise. Yes. I found, found myself cringing a lot uh, yeah. to, to like the way that they were introduced. Like it felt like a, it, it felt like an adult's way of, of looking at kids, which, but every time they went, but it worked every time they went to the adult perspective of it. But then every time they went to like the teenager's perspective of, of it, it felt like a character, a caricature again. So, okay. which is why I think I enjoyed the teachers more is that they were, they were real people compared to the the all the uh, cartoon characters that were teenagers in this movie. Yeah, well, because I mean, Ka like Katie grows during the movie and like learns the lesson by the end of you know you've got to treat people you know with respect and you know uh, all that kind of stuff and. Um, 
No, she wasn't on all that. I know it's I know it's it's hard, but uh, that was Amanda Bynes. That was Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like she she learns and grows as a person, and then you know figures out that if we we ever have to deal with this problem again, we can just hit three other girls with a bus. Uh. Oh, that was also I didn't know that was going to happen. Uh, although when I, I, I realized it was going to happen when they were standing out in the streets and I was like, oh, it's it's uh, um, why am I blinking on the, the Chekhov's gun? I was like, it's Chekhov's bus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it is, uh, but I didn't realize it when she first almost got hit by a bus, because why would I think that someone else is going to get hit by a bus right there? I thought it was just a quick gag uh, to like do like the scared parents. And then when they're standing in the street arguing, I went, oh, she's about to get hit by a bus. But I yeah. I wasn't sure which one it was gonna be, and then yeah, yeah. Which, so that was which surprise. I just went what? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they yeah, said was... she's dead, and I went I went weird. Okay, and then they said no, she's not. And I was like okay, yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't a it wasn't a laugh moment for me by them saying she's dead and then saying she wasn't. But it was a uh, like a that's a weird choice. Yeah. Well, as we have seen in her writing career later, Tina Fey makes weird choices sometimes. Yeah. Um, but because I mean, this is pre 30 Rock, like right before 30 Rock would have started. This isn't during. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe it's during. What was this? Oh, four. This is oh, four. Came out while I was in high school. So yeah. Yeah. 30 Rock was oh, six to 2013. OK, so, yeah, it was right before. So, yeah. We're old. Yeah, we it's are. Um. Pre, but it is during Scrubs, but before the middle for Neil Flynn. Oh, okay. I was like, forgot for a moment that he was in this movie. Yeah, because he's her dad. Yep. Um, but fantastic. The cast for this movie is so good. Uh, you know, the, the first thing I wrote down is is Rachel McAdams fourteen in this movie. Cause she looked like she was 14 years old and I know that she's supposed to, but like, as in like the actress herself, like she was young, but this is, this is a year. This is only a year before uh wedding crashers. Huh? For some reason I thought you were going to say notebook, but uh, no, this is the same year as notebook. I never saw notebook, but uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're you're okay with that. That will not be on my recommended list because I think it's really hacky. Good. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, uh Caddy Katie is played by Lindsay Lohan during, you know, peak Lindsay Lohan. This is right after uh Freaky Friday, uh, which was also directed by Mark Waters. Um and so Katie's our main character. Uh, the rest of the plastics are uh, Rachel McAdams as Regina George, Lacey Chabert as Gretchen Wieners, uh, <laughs> Amanda Seyfried as Karen Smith. So we have two Cosettes in one movie. Yep. Because Lacey Chabert played young Cosette when she was very young, pre-Party uh, of Five, even. And then... Amanda Seyfried played Cosette in the movie version. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Daniel Frizzell, 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 I believe is how it's pronounced. 
um, are Janice and and Damon, uh, who I realize are my favorite characters from this movie. Um, I mean, they're the ones that I, I when I see them, I go, oh, that's I mean, probably closest to like, no, no, they weren't. Him maybe is closest to like the kind of people I would hang out with high school. Yeah, like someone that vindictive and mean, I wouldn't probably not as much for for her. Yeah, for the there, there is there is yeah there is that thing that for sure that Janice is a little vindictive uh, for sure. Um, but also like you know they they say things back and forth that that's when. Katie realizes, like, hey, maybe these are jokes that I can make with my friends, but I shouldn't say to other people who don't know them. You know, calling Damon too gay to function. Yeah. I didn't realize Amy Poehler was going to be in this. Uh, Yeah, Amy Poehler's in this. Uh, It's still when I did not like Amy Poehler, so... I I would call this maybe her worst role. Um... Like she, it wasn't that she was bad. She was playing the part well. I just, I, I like, I found the character to be like it was the only adult, or I guess not the only adult, but one of the few adults that was also a caricature that I found gross. Yeah, I can um, see that. Um, it wasn't my least favorite adult in this movie. I'll uh, get to that soon. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. Get. Let's get to that. Who? What? What was your least favorite? So the joke that they that they played up a few times that I really just I uh, even in the time yep. period couldn't believe that they did it was the coach hooking up with the students. Yeah, yeah. Like I kind of forgot that happened until the rewatch, and it's like, oh yeah, they did make that joke. That didn't. Not only well. they they didn't make that joke once. They they made that joke, doubled down on that joke, uh, and then like went all in on the joke like yeah they they found ways to really push that joke down down for you like at the end there were like uh, once he fleed the school we realized that some of these are true and just like uh ugh. like this that that was that was probably my cringiest of cringes for this movie was was just of all the things um some of the stuff was like yeah it's it's it doesn't uh age well kind of thing yeah. but like you can get past it that's the, one of those things i was like ah, i'd get find it weird that they even went there yeah yeah i can see that for sure um because it didn't add anything yeah it didn't add that much um uh one of those characters is the new queen bee that gretchen you know serves at the end um because gretchen's very much a follower and that's why a nun for gretchen wieners um which that's like, it is so weird how easily manipulated manipulated some of the characters are, and just seeing the breaking point that each of them have. You know, just a little thing like, oh, Katie got a Valentine, but I didn't, is enough to, you know, make Gretchen go down this downward spiral of emotions. I mean, the stuff like that that felt realish. Yeah. Just because things like that would do that in in high school. Like people were, people were were petty. Like high schoolers are petty by nature because they don't know better. Like. Yeah. Uh one of the things like I'm looking in my notes, one of the things I wish I wish it wasn't the coach that was also the health teacher. 
um, because one of my favorite cuts is to the jokes is uh, when Katie skips class for the first time with uh, Gretch or Janice and and Damon. Uh, it's like, and I'll never know what we learned about, about that first day in health class. And it's just the coach saying, do not have sex. You will get pregnant. Uh, no, he says you will get uh, syphilis, right? Or chlamydia? Was it chlamydia? Uh, chlamydia's, chlamydia is a later one. Oh, that's a later yeah, one. Okay. A later one. But because uh, they kind of do two versions of that joke. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy it as much. Um, hey, that's that's but, fine. It's it was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. Okay. Um, I I get why people liked it. Like, I didn't think that I don't think that this is a bad movie. I just don't think it's I I like I said I probably missed the boat on when I would have enjoyed it by okay. you know not wanting to watch it for years. Yeah. Um, but it, it just it, it's not a really a movie for for me. I would say. Yeah. Um, it is so crazy in hindsight, just the the fact that in some ways, like, Lindsay Lohan might have be the least successful of the plastics after this movie. I was actually going to ask you, who do you think had the best career after this movie? I, honest, I, I honestly feel like it's Amanda Seyfried. I, I was going to argue Amanda Seyfried because I feel like that. I mean, the answers are uh, Seyfried or Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Well, and because, well, I think La- but, then, but then again, Lacey Chabert is in every Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, I'm she, she has a them. career. All yeah. of them. There's she's in every single one. So, like, she's done the most. Plus, she's also Zatanna in Young Justice. So, you know, special place in my heart for that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to say it's probably actually it's probably actually Amanda Seyfried. I mean, if if you talk about being in successful movies, it's probably Rachel McAdams just because she's yeah. in a bunch of the Marvel movies. Yeah, but I think true. Seyfried has the most. Um, probably has the most a number like the highest number of movies that were successful that she was in is yeah. my guess. But yeah, and the, and this is her first mil- film, too. This is her very first film. This is her very first film. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I guess I think she's yeah she's probably the lead in more, like you know she's the lead in Dope Sick and and stuff like that. So, and you know, uh, both of those Mamma Mia movies made bank. Uh, Jennifer's Body is an underrated movie. Yep, Jennifer's Body, yeah, is uh, super underrated. Because um, that was a uh, uh, Diablo Cody, right? Yes. Yeah, that I was like that. her big one after, after Juno. Juno, I believe. yeah. I don't know if she did anything between them, but uh, she does. But I'm blanking on it in the moment because um, I think it was another uh, collaboration with Jason Reitman. But yeah, uh, I I enjoyed this movie a lot. Shane at least recognizes that it was a good movie. That it was, 
you know, a well-made movie. And that's that's the one thing like the you can never knock Tina Fey's structure in in how she tells a story like some of the specific jokes and beats might not be exactly to everyone's liking, but like as an overall tale, like this does exactly what it needs to do from beginning to end. Yeah, it's all, I mean it Yeah, yes it does. Yeah. I didn't really have anything to add there and I realized it right away. Yeah. <laughs> all good. Uh so Shane, what is uh your pick for our next episode? So, uh being as this would have come out at the beginning of October, the one after that would have come out near the end of October, so I decided to go with a horror movie. Oh, that was that was that was the rationale for it. Okay. Yeah, we'll say it was. Okay. Uh, so I'm going with a movie that came out last year, uh, called Barbarian. Okay. Uh, now this movie got a lot of hype. It's yeah, it's written and directed by one of the whitest kids you know, which is a comedy sketch group, and it's to me it was one of my bigger surprises of last year when I saw it. So I thought it would be a really good one for us to check out. Cool. I literally know nothing about this movie. Um, I've heard I've heard of the title before, um, but I literally never saw any trailers or anything beforehand. Um, so yeah, on your recommendation, I'll check it out. All right, sounds good. I'm excited to chat. Uh, be good to each other. What's my sign off on this? Yeah, that's always your sign off for that. Be good to each other. <laughs>